0: Edge is 23 years old, this singer, songwriter, and actress already has a Disney Channel series under her belt with the hit show Girl Meets World, world. but it's been her musical talent that really took center stage after releasing her debut EP Can't Blame a Girl for Trying back in 2014. Fast forward to her 2016 album Evolution, where she delivered her undeniable hit Thumbs. With millions of fans, Sabrina Carpenter's personal life and undeniable fashion sense has continued to grace headlines and TikToks around the world. But with the release of her latest album, Emails I Can't Send, we really see the vulnerable side of this talented multi hyphenate, showcasing her true growth as an artist.
1: Looking at you got me thinking nonsense.
0: This is The Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, that's Sabrina Carpenter. Here's Eric Zachary.
2: What's up Sabrina, how are you? Good,
0: how's it going?
2: It's going well. I, so I did a little digging when uh, your name popped up on the interview list. I was like, okay, I haven't talked to her and I want to find out exactly how long. The last time you and I talked, Thumbs was the single so it's been it's been a minute that's
1: how long it's been
2: that's how long it's been so needless to say we've uh we've lived a life since then
1: yeah we're overdue i'm a different person
2: now i'm sure you are too as as am i as am i yeah. um actually i'm glad that you opened with that too i've seen you doing a couple of interviews can i just compliment you for being like the most self-aware person that i possibly know in
1: 2023 i want to go back on tour and um, visit a lot more cities and see a lot of my fans. I think that'd be really fun. She's so funny and interesting. Wow!
2: Because I often claim that I'm like one of those people. Like, I just feel like people want to tell me things all the time. I'm like, I already know this. Like, trust me. I, you're the you're the last time I already told myself in the mirror this morning.
1: Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way sometimes. And yeah. a lot of people in my life also know that there's a lot of awareness going on in all sorts of forums, but that's really funny that you picked up on it. Cause I feel like it's hard for people to like get a sense of anyone through the internet at all.
2: So yeah. I mean, I- you started working professionally at such a young age too. I'm sure you dealt with more than your fair share of, uh, well, let me tell you how this works kind of talk conversation. And it's like, you, you have to grow up not only for your your job and for the people around you but for yourself too and for your own mental health as well uh and and you've always navigated that very well
1: thanks that's really nice um your camera quality is so painfully good uh (laughs) that i'm just like overwhelmed because i haven't seen a camera look that clear in a very long time
2: I'm a production guy, and I know you do a lot of behind the scenes stuff too, and you've worked in all these different fields, so I really appreciate that compliment coming from you, because this is not <laughs> something that, <laughs> it was just like, oh, I turned on my computer, like it takes a little bit of work to learn it. But we learned things in the pandemic. Yes,
1: yes, yes. we did. We had to, we had to learn yes. how to, people we're making movies from home. I think that was like so impressive to watch how people just like became so resourceful. Um, sure. But yeah, here we are. Thank God we're yeah. done with that, I think. Yeah, I know, kind of.
2: I, I, I think, yeah, cautiously
0: by now the veil has been lifted over the music industry where the general public is aware that not all artists write their own music but any fan of sabrina's knows that she is a songwriter at her core
2: i, I learned how to use a camera better you just casually wrote this incredible album Emails you know, i can't send i mean i, think I only want one
1: number in my phone. i might change your don't leave me alone you said you like my eyes and you like to make
2: I I have to know because I'm a person that writes myself notes and and thoughts and things that I look back at just maybe I'll look back at them tomorrow maybe I'll look back at them in 10 years but I have dedicated places that I do this do you write in a notes app is it is on pen to paper what is the process
1: I'm scared to say if it's in my notes app because then I don't want so it's it's hypothetically
2: not pen to paper that's all we'll say
1: Well, so the thing is, it depends. Sometimes if I am in a panic and I don't have, you know, a device near me, I do write things on pen and paper. Um, I'll be old school occasionally. But yeah. yeah, most of the time it's sort of just like documenting it where I know I'll always have it on me. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it, it comes in handy at the strangest times. Um, but yeah, sure. no, that's, that's really interesting. It's, it's definitely been the most helpful thing in the world for me to learn to just write everything down.
2: Yeah. It's very odd how sometimes my brain... It, won't comprehend that I need to do something unless I actually wrote it down on a piece of paper but other than that if I have to write like a letter the idea of of writing it out may, like terrifies me there's no I also have terrible handwriting so that's part of that but,
1: but. me too the bane of my existence is remembering things before, I, right before I fall asleep because I've already right. committed to putting my phone away. Sure. And then I know that if I don't write it down in the moment, I won't remember it the next morning. Because um, so much happens between when you fall asleep and when you wake up. I don't know about you, but for me, it gets real busy in my head. Mm. So I don't remember anything. Um, Anxiety so yeah. comes
2: to mind is the, is the verb that I'm going for. Yeah, Addictive. something yeah. And also
1: I'm a dreamer, like I dream, um, <laughs> I'm a dreamer. No, I, I just have crazy, I have crazy dreams at night, yeah. so.
2: Do you have so a so journal like- then, or?
1: I'm not, a, I'm not a dream journaler, unless it's like an idea for a song that I had in a dream. And I'll be like, oh, I obviously have to write that, that's a sign. But yeah. if it's just like a nightmare, like some like obvious like slasher story, I'm not gonna write it down.
2: <laughs> it would also be an interesting approach if you're like, I got killed in the dream, I have to write this down, absolutely
1: yeah like i don't want to remember that and i also don't want to put
2: it <laughs> yeah. into the universe right. so i think we I'm deal with enough it. on our day-to-day we don't need to put that down but okay uh enough dream talk. Talk,
0: talk as a true musician sabrina is not just hands-on with singing and songwriting but music production as well
2: talking about the ideas in your head and the, the song talk um nonsense i'll
1: be honest looking at you got me thinking nonsense in my stomach when
2: you walk in. obviously we heard this when the album came out but it's the single now i do have questions and i'm, I'm gonna go crazy if i don't get this answer is there a pedal steel a on steel? this of
1: course yeah
2: okay i was like I, I didn't know if it was a synth or if it was actually recorded that's just the
1: that's a real real pedal steel and honestly i joke about this now because i go oh my god i i want to put a pedal steel in every song now because it just feels like It made a song that could have maybe sounded um, a bit more straightforward and pop sound so different and so unique, especially with like the drum. I mean, Julian Bonetta, who produced the song, um, Uh just absolutely crushed it. And it's become, you know, one of my favorite productions on the album for sure. But I'm glad you recognize the pedal steel. I love it so much.
2: (laughs) It's cool because it's not a country song in any way, but it's obviously pedal steel comes from the country world and there's a lot of country production that's entering more mainstream for genres that have nothing to do with the Nashville yeah. recording or the Memphis recording. So that was that was cool to hear for sure.
1: Thanks, I know even the guitars in the song, it feels like it definitely like throws you for a loop because the melodies mm. kind of you know, uh, counteracted a little bit and they feel yeah. very nineties and so I think yeah, it's a it's a cool cool mix of things for sure. It,
2: yeah, and it fits the mix of the eclecticness of the song. I mean it's literally titled nonsense and I don't have to be the ninth thousandth person to ask you about, <laughs> you know, coming up with different lyrics for different cities. We know that's cool and that's very incredible that you do that.
1: It's so hard I must proceed with caution. It's awesome to be here
2: you oh, um, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't want to play nonsense or nah or something like that? Come on. Uh- <laughs> I can't, um, I've, I've had a couple years in radio to make that joke, but um, no, I, I did the, the two cliche moment or the cliche, cliche questions I, d- I do want to at least recognize or ask about nonsense is the jump the octave. I mean, that threw me back in my seat when I first heard that. Cause I don't know if that was intentional or not but it it ended up being a masterpiece.
1: When you got your arms around me, oh, it feels so good. I- Thank you. Yes, that is my that is my sarcasm really peeking through in the song. Um, and and just it's so funny, too. I said this for uh, my friend earlier today, but I was like my friends for the longest time just called it the octave song. They didn't know it was called nonsense and they just what's that, yeah. what's that octave song? Um, and I, I think it's so cool that that line sticks with people. They just love when you break the fourth wall. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. uh, but it fits the song perfectly.
2: That was a very actor term to throw out there. Too.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah, look it up. I love it.
2: I grew up child acting too, so I'm like, yes, I could, I could, uh, I can relate. I
1: can relate.
2: Hey, I'm Roy, And I'm Maul. And we're the hosts of the new Rory and Maul podcast. That's right. I know you're probably listening to a podcast that you actually like right now, and we just interrupted it with an ad. That's all right. We're here. And I appreciate
0: if you didn't hit the 15 second skip button. Listen to our show where we cover topics like music, Mm -hmm. movies, yes, TV shows, which you love to binge watch. Of course, just lifestyle stuff. And give off crazy stories about our day to day lives. Yeah. Check us out on the New Rory Mall podcast. Listen to wherever you get your podcasts and let us know how you're feeling about our show. And once you're done listening to this podcast that you actually like, maybe you could check us out.
2: It's not uncommon to want to feel better about yourself. And it starts with food, right? Eating right, eating efficiently is also a part of that, though. Like, I love to cook and I try to cook as much as I can, but it's not just something I can do every day. That's not something my schedule allows. So that's where Factor comes in. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and it helps you save time, eat well, and live your best life. If you're too busy to cook with Factor, you skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, skip the prepping, skip the cleanup even. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes literally all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You've got 34 chef prepared dietitian approved weekly options. There's always something new to try. Plus you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36 plus sweets, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. So if you want to cut back on the takeout, cut back on the cooking cleanup and making sure you have every ingredient possible, head to factormeals.com slash spout50 and use code spout50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code spout50 at factormeals.com slash spout50 to get 50% off your first box.
0: I'm Bella Giannulli. And I'm Jamie Belushi. And we are the hosts of the
1: Nail Polish Sisters podcast.
0: We've got a lot of questions. Luckily, this podcast is about us bringing on friends, experts, and very interesting people each week who can help answer those questions.
1: We've been best friends since we were five, and it's time to open up the inner circle.
0: I think we'll be friends. Tune in Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at the Nail Polish Sisters. While millions of people count themselves as Sabrina Carpenter fans, much like the rest of the world, Sabrina counts herself as a Rihanna fan.
2: Okay, so then one more tagline too. obviously the Wild Wild Thoughts. I'm sure everyone in the world, oh my god, Rihanna. I think I've heard you mention Rihanna once or 946 times. Something like that. I'm talking all
1: around the clock. I'm talking home nobody knocks. I'm talking opposite of soft. I'm talking Wild Wild plots. She
2: has kind of a big show with a football game around it coming up. Are we prepared? A
1: football game? I just thought it was her concert. <laughs> wait no, it it is. Name? It is. there's like
2: flag football when she's like getting ready that's yeah I feel
1: like they're just playing behind her um yeah. no'm I'm, I'm so excited this is my <laughs> everyone knows there's there this is my dream halftime show so I am I'm gonna be I'm Do you have
2: plans set it? what what is Sabrina carpenter doing to properly take the show in are you going?
1: No, I don't have time to go. I'm so
2: sorry. sorry. I know it's not like okay. you're busy busier getting ready for another second leg of tour or whatnot.
1: I know. If it wasn't for that, I would be there in a heartbeat. But um, yeah. no, I can't I can't attend in person. I'm sure she'll live. Um, but I'm I'm so excited, I can't wait to watch it. watch
0: it. In support of her latest
1: album emails
0: I can't send, Sabrina has embarked on a world tour with an upcoming leg in Europe, which she warmly told fans she's excited about because she loves the different accents.
2: And the tour is Coming up, second leg, and then of course this UK, Europe, first time headlining that kind of a tour too. Oh. That's that's absolutely insane. I love the announcement you threw out there. You said I can't wait to see everyone in your cute little accents because I have an obsession with English accents, with German accents, with even Canadian accents. Do you do have, have a favorite? Have... Oh, do I have a just favorite? Any?
1: Oh my God! I mean,
2: and I'm not trying. I'm not saying this is if she picks this country that she likes them better than others. We're just saying maybe that's the the accent that gets the attention.
1: I actually don't know if I have a favorite. I feel like Australian's a cool accent. Um,
2: that would be so cool if I had a. I mean, all answer. accents. I just think about that.
1: Even France. I was yeah. just in Paris, and like the, the the accents when they talk like this, it's like so cute. I don't understand half the things they're saying, but it's very very cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited to hear people like sing my songs in the accent. That'll
2: be yeah. fun. How was Paris Fashion Week?
1: it was so fun it was freezing cold but i
2: looked incredible yeah i
1: love paris it's one of my favorite cities in the world so and the food is magnificent and the bread is far superior from any bread in america so very 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 much love being there it's so romantic in paris won't even try to compare
2: it is that you probably your most visited european city for yourself then not when you're not working or
1: no, I don't think I've ever visited a city for myself where I wasn't working, if I'm being completely honest. I think I've only traveled oh. for work in my life. I've never really been on like a yeah.
2: vacation. I've, I've always admired your work ethic, <laughs> not to be confused with the term workaholic or things like that. I think it's, it's no. people who like what they no work problem. You know, really, no, you but you like what you do. And, and when you do that, you know, it's so cliche, you'll never work it in your life. But honestly, that's what I find myself doing a lot too. Um, But it does take a a real mental toll. It does take a lot of personal boundaries on yourself to make sure that you're in the headspace that you need to be to not only do what you love, but do it well and, and, and not hate yourself for how you did it later on down the line. You know.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, rest is really important and surrounding yourself with people that make you feel like good is really important. And I feel like as long as you have that, you know, that's that's probably the reason I have the energy and like. I don't know metabolism. Also, I'm 12, so the metabolism is kind of natural right now. Stop. I gotta, I gotta like find other way. Maybe I need to go on vacation. See, that's the self
2: aware thing, though. That's that right there is. I understand. I'm in my early 20s. I'm gonna hit whatever wall they claim about at some point.
1: I mean, that's what I hear. So I'm just like, yeah,
2: I don't believe it. I'm still not believing it either. But okay, we'll good.
1: I would love for it to not happen, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see if I end up going on vacation one day. It might, it probably would be to Europe though. I love Europe. With such a strenuous tour schedule,
0: Sabrina is opening up about mental health and what it's really like being on the road.
2: I do have questions about tour preparation. I'm not going to ask you like, what's it like to rehearse for a tour, but the set list together. But I want to know like for you, what do you need to get done before you leave home? And and maybe this goes for just short jaunts too, but especially when you're about to go on two massive back-to-back tours across the country and then overseas, what what do you need to have done in your life and complete before you can leave?
1: Um, that's a good question. I feel like I feel like a lot of it comes down to the actual like prep of the show and less about like. I mean, other than just, like, packing a decent suitcase because I'm going to be on a bus for a couple months and just making sure I have all the things that I use in my everyday life. A lot of living on the road, you realize you can supplement the things that you need when you're on the road because everything is out there. Um, So I try not to stress too much, like, about forgetting things. It's mostly just about, like mental prep physical prep like mm-hmm. I've, I've decided i'm gonna like really try to start like working out a bit before i leave because i just want to you know be able to have good breath control when i'm on stage um drinking sure. lots of water staying hydrated all the normal stuff um all so the yeah,
2: normal stuff kind of what i do is there any, like, I can't leave my house on, for a trip if my bed's not made. That's a weird thing that I do. Is there anything like that for you?
1: I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm that way too. Like, I can't, I, can't, I don't want to come back in three months and my bed looks the way that I left it. That'd be crazy. I need to make it for sure. Um, And yeah, I probably like cleaning up my space before I leave. Definitely mm-hmm. saying goodbye to my cats. Like they are not coming on tour. Oh. So
2: yeah,
1: no. yeah, stuff like that.
2: No, they're not joining. They don't have their own tour bus
1: no and i don't not want, yet not I on, on this them. one <laughs> not for first
2: headlining tour
1: i don't want them to pee on the bus like cat pee smells it's it's, it's another <laughs> it's level wor- of
2: terrible why is it the worst why is I it just it's nothing
1: in the world smell worse than cat pee. i don't know why it's so intense
2: you could have given me a thousand and two guesses on where we would have taken this interview today and i don't think I'm we're going to land on cat pee. cat pee but here we are here we are the urination of felines important stuff in life
1: <laughs> but yeah that's why they they'll be staying at home and still be watching the crib
2: there you go there you go well Sabrina, i appreciate you so very much for taking some time i know you're at the end of a long press day so i, I really appreciate it
1: <laughs> shocked that it's been since thumbs also i feel like it, I don't it know.
2: won't be this long moving forward i took a little mental health break from radio and tv and that so we'll i'm sure we'll cross paths very soon when you know you casually get back from europe and the uk and all these cool places without me it's fine that's fine we'll see each other soon
1: well, listen, you can always make a trip of it. Always come to the show.
2: Um, I, I'm one of those people, man. Maybe we'll set it up. I'll reach out to, to the, the label. We'll see what can make okay, it happen. We'll do it. No, sure. be
1: awesome. But thank you. You're the best.
2: Okay. This was really fun. Of course. Take care, Sabrina.
0: <laughs> to see more of our conversation, search Spout Podcast on IG or Twitter or at spoutpodcast.com. This episode of the Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, hosted by Eric Zachary. Written and narrated by Tamara Dia, produced by Mark Long, and edited and created by Phil Becker.
2: Spout!